Well, hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We are on week five of a series called Faithful and Wise Managers. Jesus said, who then is the faithful and wise manager whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time? So we can see Jesus spoke about it. Management is part of the kingdom of God. And uh, wise and effective managers, it's about governing a household for order and growth. Now, over the last couple of weeks, we've looked at a few lessons already. Number one, management is stewardship, which is a crucial kingdom skill of leadership. Future leadership is determined by current management. That for me was the huge takeaway. Future leadership is determined by how well you are managing currently what God has already given you. Secondly, the management of our responsibility is always being held to account and determines our future inheritance. So what we're doing now will determine what God can do into the future. Thirdly, we manage the call of God on our lives by managing expectations, obedience, and motives. It's not just managing things, it's managing what God has entrusted to us. And then fourthly, a biblical manager must represent the values of the owner. That's what makes a good manager. When you're not, it's not your values, but for us, we're representing the Lord. It's His values that we manage by. So I want to read to you today from... Uh, a text from Titus chapter 1, verses 6 to 9, and we're going to look at the subject, the character now of a biblical manager. Verse number 6 says, an elder must be blameless. Now, I don't want to just talk to elders. I want to talk to any church leader. In fact, anyone where leadership is the gift, and I believe you're watching this because leadership is part of your life. An elder must be blameless, faithful to his wife, a man whose children believe and are not open to the charge of being wild and disobedient. Since an overseer manages, there's our word, manages God's household, he must be blameless. Not overbearing, not quick-tempered, not given to drunkenness, not violent, not pursuing dishonest gain. Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, who's self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. He must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. The big sentence for me there in verse number seven, it says, since an overseer manages God's household, he must be blameless. I want to link those two things together. Since we're managing God's household, he must be blameless. In other words, the character of a biblical manager must reflect the importance of whose house we are managing. In other words, our character is not arbitrary. We don't get to choose how we respond. We don't get to choose our character. Rather, our character must reflect the household that we're managing. That's the big takeaway for me. And uh, what I love so much, the example I want to give is actually the Queen of Sheba when she came to visit uh, wisdom, I mean <laughs> Solomon and saw his wisdom. Because Solomon, his, his, the presentation of his wisdom is what made it so attractive. Now the same way, our character is the presentation of ourselves as managers on behalf of God's household. When they see us, just like the Queen of Sheba, it says in 1 Kings 10, 4 and 5, when the Queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon and the palace he'd built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, the attending servants in their robes, his cupbearers and the burnt offering he made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. She was overwhelmed at the presentation, the glory of his wisdom. Now, in the same way, as we manage God's household, people will see us. They'll see our character. It's not the things or the stuff as much as it's the very character of the managers themselves. And we have the responsibility to reflect since we're managing God's household, they must be blameless. Our character reflects the importance of the household we represent. 
His wisdom was seen in the glory of the presentation of his kingdom. Now, in the same way, let me read Ephesians 3 verse 10, because now it's speaking about the church, leaders of the church. It says, God's intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. Once again, the glory, the presentation of God's glory is seen through. It's going to be the wisdom, the display of those in the church and who are leading the church. The big idea, we are not called to manage for maintenance, but for glory. Now, Jesus commissioned his disciples. He says in Luke 22, verse 29, and I confer on you a kingdom, just as my father conferred one on me. In other words, just as the kingdom was given to Jesus, he's giving it to us. And so Jesus, we saw the glory. In fact, it says in John 1 verse 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We've seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace and truth. So I want you to understand the picture. A kingdom was conferred on Jesus. And as the manager of that kingdom, we saw his glory, reflection, the grace and truth of his character. In the same way, Jesus says, now I'm conferring that kingdom on you. I want you to catch my heart, catch, I believe, the Bible heart here of why our character is so important. As biblical managers representing the household of God, they should see the glory of the Lord through our character. So let's get practical. Since an overseer manages God's household, he must be blameless. Christ-like character is only possible through surrender to Christ's lordship and dependence on his spirit. And Paul goes to mention now practical characteristics. What does it look like to be blameless? What does it look like to reflect the character of the one whose house we manage? Well, he mentions some things not and some things too. So here they are. What does a blameless manager look like? Not overbearing. That means not arrogant or stubborn or self-willed. Not quick-tempered. That means not inclined to anger all the time. Not given to drunkenness or, dare I say, any addiction which, which detracts from the glory of God. Not violent or not a bully. Not someone who just roughshods their way right over to get their own way. Not pursuing dishonest gain. But rather... They need to be hospitable. That speaks about a welcoming or approachable spirit. One who loves what is good. That literally means someone who's friends with morality. You're not an enemy of morality. You're friends with morality. One who is self-controlled. In other words, wise and prudent in nature. One who is upright. Speaks about righteousness and integrity. One who is holy. That means set apart for the Lord. One who's disciplined. In other words, healthy habits in their lives. I hope you're seeing the picture here of the type of character, the blameless character. Why? Because we're managing God's household. So here's the question I want to leave you with. Does your character as a manager for the Lord Jesus reflect His glory? What characteristics mentioned above are lacking in your leadership? Please catch the heart of this. This is a big thing. Our management is not just the stuff with our hands. It's our heart and our character which should reflect the household that we're managing. Hope it helps. And I'll see you next week for the final part of this series. God bless. And I'll see you then. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership. You can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.